Hello, and welcome to the 267th one-hour edition of Hot Pipes. Today's show pays tribute to Ken Crome, organ builder extraordinaire who died on May the 1st. Walt Stoney kindly sent me a list of the organs that Ken worked on in various capacities, from complete restoration to new console fabrication, and it's an amazing lineup of some of the best instruments in the United States. The very first Wurlitzer that he installed was in the Great American Wind Machine restaurant in Reseda, California, where one of the resident artists was Candy Carly Roth. Things ain't what they used to be. The 215 Wind Machine Wurlitzer in 1978 in the hands of Candy Carley, who later married and added Roth to her name. Ken Crone was born in Los Angeles in 1947 into a second-generation organ-building family and reluctantly started work in his father and uncle's workshop when he failed the entrance exam to join the local phone company, which paid more and which would have financed his love of hobby car racing. The Chrome Organ Company was the Los Angeles representative for Wicks organs and installed and serviced their church instruments. But around 1969, Kenny started branching out into theatre organs. 
He had developed a formidable woodworking skill during his formative years in his family business, a skill that turned into making consoles and stop rails and all the other wooden parts in these instruments. The 1994 Los Angeles earthquake destroyed the original Nethercup Wurlitzer, so Ken was employed to install the much larger 73-rank replacement, which is presented many times per year in free public concerts. One of the regulars there for many years before his retirement was Lynn Larson, who recorded this glorious Jesse Crawford-inspired arrangement of Willow Week for Me in 1996.
When I lived in Los Angeles in the early 1990s, a 431 Wurlitzer in the Founders Church of Religious Science was in regular use for church services, with the duties split between Bob Ralston and Stan Kahn. By the time of the 2018 Los Angeles Convention, the organ had fallen into disrepair through lack of use with the changing demographics of the area, and Ken Crone worked tirelessly to bring the instrument that he had installed back up to concert standard. From those better days, here's Stan with a track from his 1996 American Theatre Organ Society Convention concert, The Words Are In My Heart. Thank you. 
Words Are In My Heart by Al Dubin and Harry Warren, the late great Stan Kahn and the founders Wurlitzer. The 2018 American Theatre Organ Society convention featured three other Wurlitzers which were installed by Ken Chrome, the first of which, located in Barnum Hall, Santa Monica, was donated by Gordon Belt and sourced from various instruments in Southern California with design and tonal finishing by Lynn Larson. It opened in 2010, but wasn't included in the 2012 LA Convention CD, so this track, Florette, featuring Alex Jones, is from his Young Organist Winner concert during the 2018 event. The finale of the 2018 convention was in the Art Deco Vic Lopez Auditorium, belonging to Whittier's High School. The 426 Wurlitzer there was originally from the Fifth Avenue Theatre in Seattle and had languished in storage after its removal from the Captain's Galley restaurant in Redwood City. Restored and installed by Ken Chrome in time for the convention, it sang mightily for Justin Lavoie, as you'll hear on Harry Warren's song from the 1953 film The Caddy, that's Amore.
There was one more Ken Chrome organ to be presented, though. The ex-20th century Fox Newman Studio Wurlitzer, which had been purchased by Ken and kept in storage until Hollywood composer Nathan Barr built his 8,500-square-foot studio in Tarzana, California. Thanks to numerous sonically isolated floating floors, the Wurlitzer background noise is incredibly quiet, an essential requirement, of course, for film and TV soundtracks. Mark Herman presented an Afterglow concert from which Henry Mancini's Moon River found its way to the Highlight CD.
Moving over to the Midwest and to the Roaring Twenties Pizza in Grand Rapids, next up is a track from George Wright's concert in 1979, complete with his usual cheeky introduction. The then 330 Wurlitzer originated in the Stanley Theatre, Jersey City, and was restored, enlarged, installed and regulated by Kenny, and was for a while owned by the late Charlie Baylog. Here's George. Here is something that was really a bit of all right in its day. It was quite daring and uh, not really X-rated at those times. It's over there, sweetheart. I'll tell you. Dr. George will play the birdies for you if you're a good girl. Shut up. Thank you. 
I guess that poor child learned the hard way not to interrupt George during his concerts. <laughs> Moaning Low by Howard Dietz and Ralph Ranger from a 1929 review, The Little Show. The Wurlitzer in Warner Brothers Vitaphone studio on Sunset Boulevard, Los Angeles, was sold to radio station KMX and used daily for the Amos and Andy show. It was then purchased by actor Joseph Kearns for his residence in the Hollywood Hills and on Kern's death, the house was leased by Paul Carson, who produced several LP albums there. That Willitzer was then purchased by Ron Walls for a pizza restaurant, before finally ending up in the Renaissance Theatre in Mansfield, Ohio in 1985. Ken Chrome restored, installed and regulated the well-travelled three-manual 20-rank Willitzer. Eddington and You Make Me Feel So Young, written by Matt Gordon and Joseph Myro in 1947, one of the tracks on the 2016 A2S Convention Highlight CDs. Pizza restaurant installations gave work to many organ technicians, and Ken Chrome was no exception. One of his best-known works was for the Paramount Music Palace in Indianapolis. In 1979, the 420 Wurlitzer from the Paramount Oakland via Ken's Melody in Los Altos, California, was again restored, installed and regulated by the Chrome Company, which also added 22 ranks to bring it to the 442 specification. Donna Parker cut this track of Marvin Hamish's Through the Eyes of Love 
for the Music Palace LP that she shared with Bill Vasek. Ken Chrome went a step further with the Cardinal Music Palace in Fort Wayne, Indiana, becoming part owner, in addition to his usual restoration and installation duties. The original Wurlitzer was sourced from the Fox Theatre Brooklyn and enlarged to 48 ranks for the pizza restaurant, which regrettably only operated from 1980 to 1985. Tom Wibbles was the resident artist, recording I Found a Million Dollar Baby for a 1985 cassette release. I 
the Cardinal Music Palace Wurlitzer, which now resides in Wurlitzer Manor, Gig Harbor, Washington. The Mars Theatre in Lafayette, Indiana, was opened in 1921 with a 310 Smith Geneva organ, which just three years later was replaced by a 310 Wurlitzer. That organ was sold to Al Mason for his home in Michigan and now resides in the Palace Theatre, Marion, Ohio. A replacement organ was installed in 1982 but proved to be unsatisfactory, so in the 1991-92 winter season, Ken Chrome and Carlton Smith installed the current 321 with a rebuilt console and mostly Wurlitzer pipework. Ken Double, then a local sportscaster, had assisted with fundraising and, in addition to two CDs recorded there, was featured in the 1997 A2S Indianapolis convention. This track of Hey, Look at Me Now is from that convention concert.
Pure Imagination, a 2015 private recording by John Lauter on the 323 Wurlitzer in Stahl's Automotive Museum, Chesterfield, Michigan. The organ came from the Millhouse Museum in Florida, and Ken Chrome changed the console relay, rebuilt the percussion actions, and installed and regulated the organ to conventional concert standard. It was featured in the 2016 Cleveland event. Moving south to Knoxville, the Tennessee Theatre opened in 1928 with its three-manual Wurlitzer, and over the years, both the theatre and its organ were showing signs of age. In addition to a full theatre renovation and an extension to expand the vaudeville-era shallow stage for today's shows, Ken Chrome was employed to restore and regulate the 314 Wurlitzer, which was shipped in its entirety to his workshop in Reno in 2000 and reinstalled in 2001. Jelani Ennington recorded this Tennessee Walls for his An Evening at the Tennessee CD in 2007.
Back to Michigan, to the Pied Piper Pizza Peddler and its 324 Wurlitzer, where in 1980, Kenny assembled the organ from the United Artists Theatre Detroit, after Larry Gleason had physically rebuilt the organ. The design and regulation were the work of Lynn Larson, with whom Ken frequently collaborated. Unfortunately, the restaurant closed after just nine years in operation. Its star resident artist was Lance Luce, who recorded Tomorrow from the musical Annie in a public performance during the restaurant's first year in business. The Music Palace in Springdale, a suburb of Cincinnati, Ohio, was opened in 1982 and was in operation for 10 years until it suffered a disastrous fire. The Wurlitzer from the Massbaum Theatre Philadelphia was rebuilt by the Chrome Organ Company and enlarged with four ranks of classical pipes, bringing the total count to 33. A team of three organists provided the entertainment, Rodney Barber, Dave Weingartner and Carl Cole, who was somewhat unique in that he also sang from the console. This is Carl swinging Sweet Georgia Brown. (laughs) 
basis for the Wurlitzer in the Shanklin Conference Centre in Groton, Massachusetts came from the Palace Theatre Cleveland and was initially installed by the Chrome Organ Company. Organ specifications were created by Lynn Larson and over the next four years additional ranks were sourced to bring the count up to 34 with 11 percussions. The four-manual console from the Metropolitan Theatre Boston also became available and was restored by Kenny. The final installation was by Donald Phipps, with tonal regulation by Alan Miller. From the 2006 ATUS Regional, here's Dave Wickerham with Scott Joplin's 1908 Pineapple Rag.
One of the finest in-home installations was achieved in Great Falls, Virginia, with Ken Chrome, among many others, working on the regulation and installation of the 438 Wurlitzer, an amalgam of many organs which Jack and Mildred Hardman purchased from the home of Richard Simonton in Toluca Lake, California, in 1993. Tonal finishing was by Clark Wilson, resulting in the very sophisticated smooth sound on this arrangement by Teddy Gibson of Duke Ellington and Billy Strayhorn's Satin Doll. Times move on and Jack and Mildred need to downsize and relocate to Oregon. The Hartman Wurlitzer is available for donation to any suitable tax-exempt organisation that can house and present this magnificent Wurlitzer in regular public performance. To close this bumper-length hot pipes, I'm going over to the Brooklyn Paramount, which for many years was a gymnasium for the Long Island University and is now being converted back to a performing arts venue. At some point, one of the four chambers of the 426 Wurlitzer was flooded. Ken Chrome was called in to rebuild the entire chamber. From the final concert before conversion back to a theatre, 
This is Mark Herman with a song which I think suitably celebrates the life's work of Kenneth Crome and his small team in Reno, Nevada. Hallelujah. only touched on the instruments which benefited from the huge talents of Mr. Crome. There are many more for which he rebuilt the consoles or fabricated them from scratch, often replicating the original design. Kane completed a colossal number of projects, large and small, working tirelessly in spite of serious health issues that he suffered throughout his life. After a short period in a hospice, he passed away on May 1st at age 73 at his home in Reno. Rest in peace, Ken Crome. My thanks to John Lauter and Walt Stoney for supplying me with details of Kenny's life. Until next time, this is goodbye from Steve Ashley and Hot Pipes. <laughs>